Hello, you're listening to the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast, recorded live here at the Roasting Room Lounge in beautiful downtown Bluffton, South Carolina. I'm your co-host, Todd Cowart, along here with Jordan Ross and Trevor Harden. We record this podcast live every Wednesday night on the stage here at the Roasting Room at uh, 10 o'clock p.m. We're here to talk about the new acts that are featured this upcoming week on the Roasting Room stage. Um, play some of their tunes, drink some fine whiskey, talk about music we're listening to, play some music from the archives here from the Roasting Room live recordings, and um, yeah, let's get it going. Hey everybody, so glad you joined us here at the Roasting Room Lounge and Listening Room. You are here with us. Uh, it is about 10.30 on a Wednesday evening. We're all tired. We're all dads. Rainy, I'm sitting here. Rainy Wednesday. It's been so rainy. I'm sitting here with two of my dear friends, Todd Cowart and Trevor Harden. What's up? What's hey. up? Todd, you are a 16-year vet, I'm told, of the of the island musician. Yes. The island yes, music. Yes. I've been here a while. I've been here a while. But both of you guys have, too. You know, mm-hmm. the, the difference between my tenure and your tenure is, is it's kind of like, Asking my five-year-old who's older, a sixty-year-old, a seven-year-old, or an eighty-year-old—they're all just really old. It right. really That's true. That's true. But, but yes, we've all have, been playing. But a lot you of have games. seen you have seen more changes in this area than Trevor and I. Perhaps, for sure. I'd buy, buy a little bit. I'd buy that. I'd yeah. buy that. Don't try to play it off. They like used to have mini bottles. I mean, you were here <laughs> way. I mean, you were here when mini bottles were the thing. I was here. And I was still underage when they when That's they. True. Had you were actually bottles. drinking a mini bottle at that point. It's right. A whole different right. Thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so Todd Todd has definitely been here for a while, and Trevor as well. What what time? When did you get down here? I got here in two thousand eight. So it's what? How many years? Nine years now. Yeah. So it, I guess I'm officially local. Mm-hmm. Or you made it. I maybe. think seven years is the cutoff. Is so you it? made it. All right. Yeah, but I, yeah. I keep doing the music thing and the dad thing and. Mm-hmm. That's it. I yeah, mean, that's, that's basically it. it. That's the end of it. That's Dad. the other thing that we that we all have in common is we're all dads with mm-hmm. small children mm-hmm. and full time working musicians. So that's what we bring to the table in terms of this podcast, right. and that's kind of why we're here, mm-hmm. not because we're dads. <laughs> right. <laughs> that by proxy we are. Yes. No. So we can't that really help that anymore. But because that's the context we're trying to bring yeah. to this thing. Right. <laughs> oh well. But anyway, so here we go. This new thing that we're starting here at the Roasting Room on Wednesday nights is, uh, is this podcast format. And it's because we, 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 we have, we, I, I shouldn't even say we, because I'm mostly just, just a, a visitor of the Roasting Room and a supporter of the Roasting Room. Jordan you is, are family. It is, you, it is yours. Thank, thank Everyone you. that comes into this room is a part of it. It's, they are supporting it. If they didn't show up and you guys didn't show up, this thing would just be the upstairs of Cornerberg, and it mm. wouldn't have the same weight that it does without the community, without our our wonderful sponsors, insert sponsor. Thank you. Yep, I'll um, that we wouldn't, uh, we would not be able to do the cool things that we're, that we're about to talk about. Um, well, and that's the thing is there are so many cool things happening here and it's, it's, it's bigger than just an Instagram post or a Facebook post. Um, it, it is a longer format. I mean, a, a listening room show is a kind of thing that, it, it requires a little bit more attention, and a mm-hmm. podcast seems to be the right medium for that kind mm-hmm. of longer format, so we can talk about these people and give a little bit of backstory. Mm-hmm. Totally. And to introduce us to the artists who are coming here, who we maybe don't even recognize their names, uh, but maybe they're amazing, and uh, this gives the opportunity to tune in a little bit and check out what their music sounds like to make us decide whether it's an evening we want to come attend. Totally. 
because I know that we're trying to market this place, especially it is very difficult to, to be that educator, to be the guy that's trying to, to push up, being the pusher really to, Hey, you got to listen to this. You got to And every week it's got to be, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. It's very mm. exhausting. It's better to, to lead them to the water and let them drink and, and instead of trying to, yeah, right, right, to totally. take one pail at a time right, to each right, person, right. like, here's your pail, here's your pail. So that's kind of the format. And if we were going to sort of uh, solidify what the format is, every week on this podcast, we're going to meet up here on Wednesdays, and we're broadcasting live, so if anyone wants to come up and hang out at the roasting room and, I don't know, have a glass of whiskey with us, they're certainly Watch welcome. us talk Watch to each other. <laughs> Maybe take a request or two from the audience. I don't there know. you go. Um, yeah, so we'll be up here doing that, and... Uh, the first couple, the first maybe 15 minutes of the show, we're going to talk about who's going to be coming up this next week at the roasting room. And then the second 15 minutes, maybe we'll say who was here last week, and you get a chance to hear what you missed if you weren't at the shows. And then the remainder of it will sort of be, would, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we could get these guys? We'll, we'll, we'll try to cue you in on music that we're listening to and we think is hip and mm-hmm. and all of us are putting our shoulders behind trying to get some bigger artists into this room and mm-hmm. some some yeah. people so yeah great. and if you were here you could certainly hip make us hip because like we said we're dads we're not that hip anymore that's right <laughs> no. it's over it is it is a lot harder to get up here than than we even give it credit for to get up here even on twice a month for for dads is difficult and that's well and that goes for everybody listening too sure which is everybody's busy and has a lot going on and this is maybe an opportunity to help sift through all the different music and artists who are coming through to say hey i want to go to that one and not to that one and totally why you commute or fold your laundry or whatever you're doing mm-hmm. while you're right. listening to the podcast yes. totally right. yeah yeah i mean today for instance just a little quick plug i was listening to some of the um the requests because we get we get requests to play here more than i could ever have imagined we get about five emails per day on some of the good days, especially at the beginning of the week, for artists to come and play here. Mm. Um, and they're, they're wide-ranging in genre. But I was listening to it while I was um, giving, you know, giving lunch to the kids, who they're very young still, two and, two and one. Um, but that's my opportunity to listen to some of this music that people are requesting to come in. Um, so... I don't know where I was going with that other than <laughs> You're it's, it's going to be it's it's going to be great for me to share some of that stuff um, as we go forward to to kind of get people in tune to where my headspace is when it comes to booking uh, to booking artists because it's I'd hate to be the guy up in the ivory tower that just kind of sets up here and says well you're good enough to come in right, but you're not right, right. like what what's my where's where's my reasoning for well the uh, yeah, and the other thing that I think is really cool about what you do and the way you book this room is that if somebody comes in one week, um, because they're, you know, it's always a new thing, um, it's also often a new genre. Like you'll come in one week and it'll be a blues band, and mm-hmm. you'll come in the next week and it'll be a singer-songwriter. And so, yeah, I mean, if somebody who sees a sign who's driving down, you know, Calhoun Street or whatever, there's really no backstory on what Zero. is right. it. What it's just a name mean? on a board. It's a name on a right. board, totally. Yeah. So hopefully we'll give some context and, and sure. people can. Well, let's get, get re, let's dig in. Let's, okay. let's get right into let's it. What's uh, happening so, this week? Yeah, so uh, week one we have got, uh, which is kind of a nice week to start with. Our our own Isaac Smith, who does uh, all of our sound engineering here, works with a lot of our bands, um, is bringing his three piece band to to come in and play. It is a very nice guy. 
totally love the guy. There you go. Want to give him a big bear hug every time I see him. He's very huggable. <laughs> Ladies, stay away. He's married. Um, but he is going to be bringing his three-piece band um, up here with Clouds and Satellites, which is another band, um, kind of a quote-unquote supergroup um, of, of other... From Savannah. Of, yes, other Savannah musicians. Um, so, so what's the uh, instrumentation in Isaac's band? Isaac's is... Uh, he plays acoustic... Sometimes he plays electric as well. Um, believe he will have upright bass with him and yeah. a trap kit. It's fancier, right. you know. It's so good. It yeah, is. it is a little fancier. And it really <laughs> is. Year. It's on trend. Certainly on trend these times. It's good. Have an upright bass. Anyway, I'm going to introduce his track of... Oh, let me, let me go back. He is a recording a new album and cutting it to vinyl. And he has a Kickstarter out there right now that he is trying to get people to... To get his vinyl, um, is his vinyl going? Um, he's asking for a pretty modest um, goal. So go on to Kickstarter and search Isaac Smith, and his um, new record is called "Young or Old." But this is a cut off of his previous record, "Magnolia Bloom," and that is the title track, "Magnolia Bloom." Let's have a listen.
Isaac. We're clapping for you, Isaac. We're clapping for you. Sweet. So, do you think that uh, Isaac's um, uh, knowledge in sound engineering influences his recordings? I mean, is that I have a feeling. Helpful? I do have a feeling. He, um, if you follow him on Instagram and follow him on Facebook, he does a lot of, um, at least seems to to choose wisely his setup his mm-hmm. the, the the musicians that he has on his um on his recordings are top of the line mm-hmm. um yeah i think he he i don't know how often he spends in the in the in the editing and post-production of it all i think he does have trust in people that sure know, without yeah. having to hover over them no it sounds really i really like the lyric too wasn't it? it was really no i mean yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a fantastic writer yeah, really, really nice really proud of him he's and his new album is great he's been playing some tracks off of that um and live a local here. guy so that's a great example yeah, savannah you never know i mean this is the dude who's mixing every night in the roasting room and a great songwriter and good singer right yeah singer. that's that's another beautiful thing about this place is it is run by musicians you know yeah, man. right these guys aren't we're not doing it just because it looks like it's fun Nice work, Isaac. Looking forward to it. For Crushed sure. it. This week. What time uh, should people show up? Yeah, the doors are at 7. Show's at 8 o'clock. Clouds and satellites are going on first. What's the ticket price? 10 bucks. 10 bucks? Yeah, the whole night. Two bands. Two uh, bands. I mean, you can't beat it. Can't beat it. No. So let's talk about cl- Clouds and Satellites. What do, you, what do you know about those dudes? You know, to, to be or honest, ladies, they are, yeah. uh, they're, they're all dudes. All dudes. Yeah. Uh, we have got their, their setup is Dobro. Um, also switches over to Lap Steel. So it's kind of a little bit different from a dobro, but not much. But he plays square neck dobro, like um, yeah, nice, yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Stu Harmoning, who does that, and he also plays in the train wrecks. Mm-hmm. So he's the the train wrecks guy who's coming in ju- soon, June seventeenth. Train wrecks are. Anyway, uh, so he's playing the the dobro. Um, then we've got Marcus from Weights and Co. Who normally plays guitar? He's playing drums for Clouds and Satellites. Um, Is Marcus a Telly player? I'm not sure. Uh, there's 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 some smoking Telly player over there in Savannah. Mm. I can't remember his name. I know he plays with Maggie sometimes, uh, and I should know his name. I've met him before, but anyway. Is it Anders? Maybe Anders. That's Anders Thompson. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he was. He came in here. That boy can play. And lit the place on fire yeah. with. Um, he played with Grand Gestures oh. from Savannah, which is another like super group. And also Damon. play with Damon, Damon. Right, sure. Yep. And also, also, also has a solo um, album as well, which is smoking hot. Real talent. Real talent. Really good stuff. His story is incredible. Yeah, he's I'd like to have Anders back. He's like the most mysterious dude around. Yeah. He's like 6'3 Swedish cowboy. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> what I, I don't know. It's crazy. Well, anyway. That, that, yeah. So, but, so Clouds and Satellites are going to be kind of a jangly they do a mixture of covers and originals they are not a full on original band because they are a a kind of a, a super again, group. a super group of, of the damn yankees of savannah that's right <laughs> pretty much <laughs> all without without all of the uh, pretension and hair right <laughs> or nugent <laughs> or nugent or suspended <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, anyway they're they're going to be a lot of fun though they will be a really good um warm up to um Isaac's band they are a good setup, and they'll be. It's gonna be a great night. Fantastic. Yeah, and it's Memorial Day weekend. I mean, it's can't can't beat it. Memorial Day weekend. Got nothing else to do. It's Friday night. You're gonna go out on the water on Saturday anyway. Right. And Sunday. You're gonna have a sunburn. You're gonna need to have a place that's cool yeah. and air don't don't right. waste it on Friday. Get exactly. up here. Yeah. Drink some drink some larceny. 
while you're up here. What's larceny? I don't know. It sounds like my. Well, larceny happens to be the the whiskey of the week. Oh, right? there we go. Look at that segue, man. That was nice. Oh, yeah. Is so it as smooth as larceny? I tell you, that, that segue was as smooth as what I'm drinking right now. It felt like theft. It <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, another wonderful feature of the roasting room, if you've not been, we have got almost 150 bourbons on the wall. And I would like Todd to, to kind of use... The, the analogy of, of why there are so many bourbons and what does it mean to people that don't oh, know about bourbon and about music and what people that don't know about music go do whatever do you that get. thing do the thing that this you was, just this did just came out in casual conversation <laughs> yeah. and it was probably more compelling then so I'll try my best but yeah. my point is we were here last week um, for the Gabe Dixon show and um, a- after the show I wanted a, a glass of whiskey and I didn't you know, I don't know. I know a little bit about scotch, but mm-hmm. I don't know much about whiskey. And I'm like, I'll have a whiskey, but it, it's it's overwhelming because there's so many good whiskeys, and I'm only, I'm not going to have ten. I'm going to have right. one, maybe two. You know, steer me in the right direction. So we, we we sort of started talking about you know, well, music is kind of the same way that there's so much good music out there, and and the idea of sort of being a a, a guy that facilitates, um, you know, hey, listen to this. That's kind of what the roasting room is sort of, uh, sort of the vision of that, you know, where it's like, okay, we're going to sort of pick through and parse out the stuff that you maybe don't need, and here's some stuff that you do need. Mm-hmm. And so this podcast is kind of trying to facil- facilitate that. And so on that line, we were talking about, well, wouldn't it be cool if we had like a whiskey of the week kind of thing? So we're all sipping on a whiskey um, that, you know. That's you available here. That's available here. And so, it, 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 you know. Which it, happens to be larceny which this is week. Larceny. Have, so a, have a, a taste. Here we go. I was a little have a, parched. Have a taste. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I noticed that you yeah. needed some, some theft. In. I'm going to say the first three adjectives that I can think of when I take a sip of Let's this. Let's have. Let's have those. Oh, it's real good. It's real good. Okay. Caramel. Mm-hmm. Caramel. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was one. Caramel. <laughs> That was one. You you give one. I'll give one. Mm. Uh, um, Oaken would be. Mm. Ooh, but I have some vanilla too. There's definitely vanilla in there. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I stole that from you. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say the very corny one. Drinkable. Drinkable, very, drinkable. is good. It's, yeah. it's very yeah. very smooth. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. not a whiskey that's gonna burn you down. Right. Right. It's a very smooth smooth drink. Yeah. I I would drink that. I yep. would I would be very happy. If I had that at the bar, and you know it's it's on the five dollar shelf, guys. Five dollar. I mean, you just you can't even. So that's the whole point. Even. You don't have to spend a billion. No, bucks, yeah. I mean, you could. My goodness, they've got the top shelf that's got stuff that you can't you can't even find anywhere. All right. But All right. here, so the whiskey of the week. Here. Whiskey week is larceny. We're talking about Isaac, ten dollar ticket. We got a five dollar whiskey. I mean, you can get out of here for fifteen bucks and enjoy yourself. That's right. I mean, period. It's good stuff. All right, well, let's move on. Let's let's talk about since we were since I mentioned Gabe and last weekend, right? Last weekend, yeah. Last well, I mean, I feel like tre- Trevor's kind of like I wasn't here. I wasn't here. <laughs> I was working. Poor guy. We won't we won't let that happen again. Trevor. All right. Well, I, I will give you a note, a doctor's note. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next time Gabe's in town, That's I hear true. he's yeah. the show. He's the show. The show's knit. So yeah, uh, I'll be devil's advocate and totally and say that. There are probably many people who've never heard that name before. Sure. Um, like me, before I knew that he was attending here and putting on several shows. So tell me who he is and why we should care. Anyone? I'll take it. I'll yeah, take you it. go. Yeah, I'm a big, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big gay fan. fan. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I was very surprised, honestly, the first time. This is Gabe's second time that he came in town, and uh, I was psyched. And, 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 yeah, I couldn't believe that they were able to pull Gabe at the roasting room. You know, it's a smaller venue as far as I thought. Anyway, but he's a, a solo pianist. Um, he's out of Nashville now. Uh, he's a music school guy, so he's got a little bit more more depth than his playing. I think you know, not that all music, whatever. You don't you don't have to go to music school. <laughs> right. that's, he that's went to the school of hard knocks and music <laughs> school too, right. guys. Right. He did both. But anyway, he uh, yeah he went to Miami and then um, university in Florida. Correct. Not Miami, Ohio. Correct. Like me. Right. Oh yeah, you went Just to Miami, Ohio. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Where'd you Where go, Trevor? Trevor? Ball State. Balls State? Balls oh, State. Sorry. Ball State <laughs> in Indiana. <laughs> Arrival of Miami, I think. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, rival is a silly word for that. I think it's that. a sports thing. This, <laughs> yeah. this is definitely a music podcast. <laughs> yes. Musicians are generally awesome at sports. Right. right. That's our thing. Yeah. So. But anyway. Henry Rollins is probably pretty good at sports. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> he, just, he just gets angry at the other person. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. But anyway, so Gabe, yeah. So he, he, he's from Nashville, and he's he's just connected with you know, one degree separation with everybody. And it's, it's just a matter of time before he breaks through and hits that thing. Um, you know, I don't know if I should tell the story. I was talking to Gabe before the show, and we were sort of talking about that one degree of separation of, of stuff. And, he, you know, he mentions that he um, was fortunate enough to play on Paul McCartney's record. So he spent six weeks in the studio recording with Paul McCartney. Which is insane. I mean, come on. I'll name drop. I mean, <laughs> you're going to throw a name out name there. Drops. That's the one. <laughs> that's pretty much the trump card. Yeah. yeah. So he played with Paul. And then the story that is also insane is, from what I understand, Paul asked him to go on the road. And he was doing his solo album, and he was like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm really focused <laughs> and on what I'm doing." He refused Paul McCartney <laughs> yeah. to go on the road, and I don't just know if he's, uh, that's, that's he, he's psyched about that. But he did play Madison Square Garden with Paul McCartney. Amazing. So. Yeah. Well, the concert for 9/11. Yeah, I mean, you might it's, as well. That's that's like the mother of all concerts in New York City. Right. It's I mean, kind of where do you go from there? I mean, you, you go to Bluffton. Where <laughs> you, <go. laughs> you go to the ro- clearly. You go to the wow. roast group. Now he's got that on him. Right. So, so yeah. Good, he's got so. that too. So he's done. He's good. Yeah. He's he's fine. He's probably gonna retire. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> we'll have a retirement party here. So he was here last weekend, and y'all yeah. were raving about it. Yes. Yeah, but he he just got off the road with David Ryan Harris. Um, and this is what we were talking about. Um, and David Ryan Harris, um, if you don't know David Ryan Harris, he's great. Yeah. But uh, David Ryan th- then went on the road with Mayer, with John Mayer, um, right when he left that Troubadour tour with Gabe. And I was talking to Gabe about Larry Goldings, which is a, another fantastic jazz guy that I've followed for a long time. From, like, I have the no new idea school who that is, yes, but I'm sure he's it's, amazing. It's jazz mm-hmm. dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but he, Larry Goldings played with James Taylor. They did a duo thing. And Larry Goldings has played with Robin Ford, everybody, anyway. Um, but Everybody. Gabe was like, yeah, I was with David Ryan um, when David Ryan found out about that Mayer tour, and David Ryan called them back, and he's like, hey, I've got your keyboard player, and John Mayer had just booked Larry Goldings for that tour <laughs> the day Instead before. of Gabe. <laughs> Dang it. And, but it, Gabe is in that league. where right. he's, oh, yeah. those, and, and that's what I was, that very long-winded story was the point that he's that close to breaking through. Because if he was on that stage with Mayer, you yeah, know, he right. would have like on, a nas- on an international yeah, tour. Have, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, thirty thousand Instagram followers overnight, or right, whatever. Yeah. You know, and, right. Anyway, so which could still very, very easily happen, and we may never see him here again. It will happen. It's it will an, happen. It's inevitable. Yeah. He's, he's, he's mm-hmm. yeah. There's no way to stop it. <laughs> right. Yes. There's no holding him back. <laughs> yes. 
We should probably get that that's larceny more larceny. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that was tasty. That was tasty. Good. It was go, tasty. Go get a little listen, bit more. Hey, hey, hey podcasters, listen. Mm. Oh, I hit the mic. That's the, so- that's the sound of empty glass hitting a microphone. Sorry. Caramel. So, so um, when, when <laughs> Caramel. <David> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to steal it. So when he was Sorry, here, he, was had a, he played a lot of original songs, obviously. All, all but one. All but one. Which was, v- which was the most poignant of all that he would have played was Black Hole Sun. Uh-huh. Um, you know, of course, tribute to Chris Cornell and his passing, which was devastating. And especially to someone his age, who I'm sure that when he was, you know, in the early 90s was probably a fan. Yeah, a big uh, fan. Uh, sure. Uh, it was my age. Yeah, we're probably yeah. right there I mean, together. Yeah, so yeah. yeah I was. I missed it. I missed it by just a little bit. Like I was. I listened to Soundgarden, but I didn't have that same affinity mm-hmm. for them because I was still a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, right. where said bottle. Been, if talk. I'd have been in high school, it'd have been a totally different right. story. You right. know, but I was still in like middle school. Anyway. Well. You can, st- you can you still do? love his music. It's <laughs> I do. Right. There, I do. No, but I mean, this is this is a tangent, and I'm going to go on it. Um, go, buddy. Let's go. I'm going to go. Go. Here we go. <laughs> this was, and this was stemmed from another talk um, from a friend of mine about about our musical heroes and how they, how it matters whether or not they're your age. That like, they're what? That you they're your age. Because it starts to become this thing where they're untouchable or they're not even real. Like, if, for instance, if I were, you know, in my, in my, f- f- well, he was what? Chris Cornell was 52. Right. But if I was, you know, 25 when Chris Cornell was 25, would he be my hero or would he be just another musician that I didn't really care about? But if I were my age, I thought he was like some god that is untouchable, this otherworldly, like like Paul McCartney is. Right. right. But if somebody that is the same age as Paul McCartney, they're like, dude, I saw him and like he was like... Immortalize all these bands that came before we were around. Right. 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 So I think going back to the the idea that that your heroes have to be somebody that is older than you, hmm. and again it goes back to your your you know your your dad is your hero, no, your mom's your sense. hero, your yeah. grandpa is, but not somebody that is like exactly your age. They're not heroes. They're just they're people. They're they're people. Your peer group. They're somebody that you can aspire because, to be, maybe. Right. But they don't. But it doesn't carry that mythology with it. Totally, right. Right. So that's why I I definitely thought of. Th- Chris Cornell's age group as someone that could be a hero. Not necessarily him personally, because mm-hmm. I didn't really listen to his music as much as Eddie Vedder, for instance, who I think is a hero because of, I listen to him more. That's right. all. Sure. You know, but that's a different story for a different time. Anyway, I, I tangent. Like, I like the tangent. I thought it was, yeah, good. I I thought it was a good one. Yeah. And, and I agree. I think, I think, yeah, there's no doubt that we, we we like to put people who are older or a generation ahead on a pedestal sometimes, and it's totally. What's really cool is to recognize, and, and now that I'm even older than you, right? You, you, well, you can, <laughs> you're always going to be older than me, Todd. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and you too, Trev. Yes. <laughs> Dang it. But recognizing people like Gabe, who are my age, and and just on a different stratosphere, you know, that's right. super cool too. And then mm-hmm. even younger people, you know, it, it it's cool when you when when that age thing just dies away entirely, and right. you just say. Oh, cool! It's all about whatever you know. There's there, there's no there's no entry requirement that you got to hit this right. before you're going to get my attention. You know, which is another fantastic segue, and you don't know this yet, but younger people that are incredible. This goes back to our archives. I don't Wait, when we're going to do Gabe? Well, we will. Oh, okay. We will. Okay. We'll do Gabe. 
but we're going we're going to also introduce in this podcast the idea of our archive and we have over a hundred well this is right now as of may 24th of 2017 we have over a hundred shows that we've done since we've opened and we keep all these things in an archive but we haven't really done much with all of those recordings we record everything in multi-channel wave which is about as high a quality as you can get for a board recording. Plus, we have three ambient room mics that pick up all of the sound inside the room. So when you hear a recording from the roasting room, you're hearing straight from the source off the stage and also the, the crowd's reaction without any, without any added layer. It was just a straight live recording. So You get in the moment. You are in totally in the moment. Yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really fantastic. But until, until this... this podcast came out this is a way for for me to dig into those archives and dig some stuff out that people missed they just totally mm-hmm. missed um but one, one one person i want to mention is kitty amaral who came in here and everybody missed it they totally missed it there was maybe 24 people here but she's 14 years old and plays grappelli style fiddle and just blew people away mm. i mean the people that were in here were like Cool. Jaw dropping. I, I made the jaw dropping look. Insert mm-hmm. emoji. Yeah. I mean, they were like, I cannot believe this little girl is just playing like a 50 year old person that's been doing it their entire life. Right. But she has been doing it her entire life. And she's based out of where? She's in the mountains of North Carolina. Okay. Friend of a friend kind of situation mm-hmm. where, you know, someone, well, Laura Frazier in our church said, hey, um, she went to fiddle camp with me in Tennessee, met her, got to meet her mom. I emailed her mom. I'm like, okay, great. And now, then they came with a, with an entire quartet. But of course, no one, no one knows who well, she that's is. That's cool, man. Next time she comes, I'll bet people will be here. Playing with a group of different, um, kind of overachieving youngsters right. type of situation. She played in Carnegie Hall at 13. That bluegrass world is kind of like that. That, that it's really it, it's start young. It's a real weird mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, the, the family thing in bluegrass, like Chris Thiele and the mm-hmm. Watson, right. Sean Watson, and that. I mean, that they all came from that sort of bluegrass world, and they're just you know they they happen to be geniuses too. Right. But you know, but especially Chris Thiele is just on a different right. planet. But um, Jerry Douglas, that's who I was thinking of. She played with with Jerry Douglas on the Grand Ole Opry by herself with Jerry. Super cool. trading trading licks. She was on fiddle and he was on dobro. It was insane. It's like Gabe with Paul McCartney. It's Pretty like, much. Where do you go from here? Right. Right. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I mean, you can't you can't top it, but right. you can definitely right. um, make your own way. Right. She's Sustaining she's got a long, is the key. Right yeah. Now. But she was here with her quartet, and it was insane. And we're gonna hear her in our archives. Yes, we we do have, and I have that entire show archived. Cool. All right, well, let's listen to some Gabe from this last week. Yeah, let's do because that. Because Trevor wasn't here. And Trevor, I wasn't here. I, did, you, did you get a chance to listen to this before the show? I have not heard it before Oh, that's the show. even better. That's so even this better. is my first time. It's really good stuff, man. With that's all good. the podcast listeners. Yeah, and, and, and this is a cover, clearly, but right. his original stuff, uh, you know, we're not going to play a lot of it today, but please check it out at Gabe Dixon. You know, get it on the internet wherever you buy your stuff, but buy this man's records. They're worth hearing, every one of them. Totally. He covered Black Hole Sun. Let's have a listen.
with you. Wait, listen to what he says. <laughs> totally. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, man. That's good. That's better than good. And it's, I was thinking that it's almost a shame, in a way, that he's snatched up by all these other artists to just play keyboards because his voice is amazing. <laughs> is it? Totally. I mean, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's obviously the whole package. But how about the end of that arrangement, man, when he's, he's got it, you know, you know, it struck me as like, like, like a lemon, and it was such a deliberate note, I think, um, at the end when, like, harmonically there was, like, confusion, like, mm -hmm. after the last verse when he's, like, and then there's, like, this dissonance, and then there's, like, these, these, like, triads that are, you know, a whole step above that were, like, that doesn't really fit, but it's, like, you know, you see these, like, rays of sunshine mm -hmm. and this dissonance, and I think R Gabe was doing that, man. I think it was all about just sort of, like, the clouded mind that led Chris to that place, mm -hmm. man. It's, it's, it's really it's deep. It's, it is it's super deep. Super beautiful, man. Super yeah, man. Beautiful. Yeah, it's really, really deep stuff. Um, this, in fact, while I was listening to this, I totally got um, inspired to um, bring out a piece of the archive that is already posted on our website on roastingroomlounge.com. Do you remember, and I'm sure you do, when Chris Cornell went out on a solo acoustic tour with a couple of other people? I don't know. He went on an international tour with himself and a cellist. Mm. That cellist was here with Angie Aparo, cool. depending on how you want to say it, February of last year. His name is Brian Gibson. Otherworldly, and of course, if he's going to play with Chris Cornell, he's going to be insanely incredible. Right. Right. I want to introduce in the archive while we're on the on the subject of Chris Cornell Brian Gibson playing with Angie Aparo and with um Will Snyder who is now in LA. Yeah, what happened to that guy? He went to LA and is doing his own thing, man. Mm. Another talent. I didn't know. Just talented, doing it. Talented yeah. dude, man. Talented. Totally. Yeah. What do you hear this? Okay, he cool. This is a I'm on a fair warning. This is almost a 10-minute song. This is a cover of Beastie Boys' Fight for Your Right to Party. We might have to get another glass of large. Probably. <laughs> but I want you to, when you're listening to this, I'm going to kind of prime you a little bit. When you're listening to this, listen to the dream sequence in this song. Okay. Think about where, this, where the headspace of the person that's singing this song originally came from. This is a kid fighting with his parents. Okay. So think of when he gets to the point, and I don't, I don't have to prime you too far because you're going to start to hear it. Hear me out. All right. Brian Gibson on cello, Angie Aparo on acoustic guitar, vocal, and um, Will Snyder on, I think he's on a, I don't know, I think he's on a Wurlitzer, but he also switched to a Rhodes too. I think he has both at the same, same song. Good luck.
Give it up for Will. It's so perfect. Just get out of my house if that's the clothes you're gonna wear.
Got out, man. That was insane. That was like Ornette Goldman weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. But I mean, it happened right here in Bluff, in Bluffed, in the South Carolina. This didn't happen in New York City. This didn't happen in some super hit place. Yeah. I mean, there are some really cool stuff yeah. that happens here that it's got to show up. Yeah, I mean, man. it was kind of a whim that that Brian, the the cellist, was even here. Um, um, Angie did some recording with him, but. But at the last minute, just invited it him. Fell apart, it fell together. Well, yeah. He, he invited him down from Atlanta. He just flew in from overseas playing with Chris Cornell and was done with that leg of the tour. Flew back home to Atlanta and was like, yeah, I'll just drive down with my wife. So he just made the trip that day. And in fact, drove straight there and showed up at the gig like 10 minutes before he went on. No warm-ups, no sound check. Just was like, I'm just going to go. That'd be fine. Crazy, man. And crushed it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Crushed it. Angie's like... I mean, Angie's been around. He's 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 not from the island, but he might as well be from the island yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, he he's, might he's an yeah. island institution. Right, right, he's yeah. been playing gigs before I was playing gigs around. Oh, here. sure, he's and been, we're totally spoiled around. to have him around here. Like yeah. totally spoiled. Yeah, I I mean, I, there have been many times. I remember just you know, fifteen years ago when Angie would be out at Money Pennies or whatever yeah. <laughs> at four in the morning at four thirty, and then I'd be at the Tiki Hut the next morning playing with like you know the guys at the Tiki Hut, and and Angie. You know, just rolls out of bed at like ten thirty and comes down there, and you can tell he hasn't had a cup of coffee and he's just hung over <laughs> and just opens his mouth and it's just like he's been warming mm. up for three hours and right. everything is perfect. And you're like, how, yeah. how, what how? genetics? It's totally. Yeah. Some people <laughs> and just, work. It's like <laughs> some people can sing and then some people are singers, man. And yeah. right, he's a singer. Totally. <laughs> yeah, he's got the the right larynx for it That's and all right, that man. stuff. Yeah. And he, but although I will say he has mentioned it from time to time that he practices the crap out of that no doubt. A falsetto is no not doubt. something you're born with yeah, right and it's a it's an athletic thing it's a muscle mm-hmm. totally yeah. yeah and he works it cool man uh, anyway so that's that was that was our archive pick it was kind of Perfect. a whim archive pick but it was a, it was a good chris cornell thing because it's a one degree a one degree of separation we talked about that earlier with gabe brian gibson was the same way one degree of separation all right i'm, I'm gonna spring something on you since this is our Do inaugural it. format we don't have you know any template we're just winging it right what, what about one artist that you're listening to these days that people don't know about? We're not necessarily going to play their track, but if you got one person that you think, it doesn't have to be new, you know, it, it can be anyone that's somebody, just unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anybody want to jump on that one? Since you asked a question, you're first. All right, well, I'll jump because you I, gotta, you start. <laughs> I was ready. Um, and uh, we, I was talking about Larry Goldings earlier, and um, there's this cat out of L.A. Um, called Ryan Lerman, and he is he's another one like Gabe Dixon. And I actually asked Gabe if Gabe knew about Ryan, and he didn't, and which I was really kind of surprised because they are all so closely tied. Um, but, yeah, Ryan Lerman... Um, he uh, was like best friends with Jack uh, Conti and Natalie Dawn. I don't know if you know Pomplamoose, those cats. From, oh, yeah. From, and, and Jack Conti went on to make Patreon. He's the CEO of Patreon. Oh, really? Wow. And so Jack Conti and Ryan Lerman were like high school homies. Oh, that's anyway, cool. Ryan Lerman also is real tight with Ben Folds, and he uh, plays bass with Ben Folds a lot. He was just on the road with Ben Folds as a bass player. And then before that, he was on the road with Michael Bublé as Michael Bublé's um, guitar player. So he's a real, he's one of those like guys who's wicked, wicked talented and and a great writer. Um, He has a record called Pinstripes the Sky. I I, I really recommend it. It came out in 2012. It's one that you should go get. Cool. That's my my endorsement. All right, go ahead. You got one? Nope. Ah. Your turn. (laughs) Well, the only thing that comes to mind uh, for me is, and it's not necessarily a, well, maybe it would be a vibe that would fit up here, but somewhat stemming from kind of the post-rock uh, style of music. I've been listening to a lot of Hammock lately. Uh, I think they're out of I think they're out of Nashville, uh, but that's that whole uh, atmospheric, uh, cinematic sort of live rock band without vocals sort of thing. Sweet. It just it's uh, pulls on your heartstrings, sort of emotional take you on a journey 12 minute song sort of thing nice um cool so if you're looking for something like vibey to have on in the background that definitely check out hammock that's what i've been listening to a lot lately nice oh man well i'm stuck because i have been listening to nothing but requests from people to come, <laughs> <laughs> come in the roasting room. it's really tough to uh, to pick somebody that i have been listening to that that is not somebody that's trying to get up well, in here. How about somebody from the roasting room archive that we can look forward to hearing, like maybe next week or, okay, or that's, something that's else? Fair. Somebody that's a, that's that you, you thought that just yeah, really crushed it in here who didn't get their due. That's a good idea. Um, someone that crushed it in here that's coming back is Dead Twenty Sevens. Those guys just burnt this place to the ground. Local? What? What's their deal? Uh, Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. Whoa! That and Trongoni. Trongoni band. And Dead 27. All you got to do is Primal. You know, he's got a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, sure. my God, dude, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, let me just let me just back up. Trungoni um, and Dead 27s are both under the same agency, Midwood Entertainment. Those guys, I love them to pieces. They're fantastic. Their entire crew is just solid gold. Instrumentation, what is it? Um, Dead 27s is a pretty straight funk band, like pretty oh, cool. straight up. Um, bunch of white dudes that play funk like crazy. Trungoni is more of a um, classic rock throwback. All original stuff. The lead singer looks like, you know, like Robert Plant with a beard, pretty much. He's incredible. Like, the, the whole the whole vibe was just... Were they a double bill when they came? Were they together? No, no. No, no. But they have played together. And when they do play together, it's like a massive thing in Charleston. You know, another one we should mention... Is High Divers a local boy done good? Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, High Divers are coming yeah. back, and they come back often. And yeah. we're trying to. Well, we we do have them on the bill for sure for early July. July, 
It's a Thursday. Actually, we're trying to we're trying to build up our Thursdays, but Thursday, July 6th. I, I would I would promote them is and the give date. them shout outs, but everybody knows Luke and everybody loves totally. Luke and yeah. they should cuz he's totally. so good. He's so good. Yeah. Their band is 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 white hot. They're yeah. so good. Yeah, and they're doing great things, man. He's they're they're really beating the street and making a name. Yes. Yeah, they're doing great. They're busy. They're busy on social. Yeah. They they got great merch. They're one of the best merch. But they and they got ever. great music. So great that's, music. That's important too. That's <laughs> great music. Solid solid yeah, street yeah. presence. Yeah, I know. Really great. good so- social. Yeah. Fantastic right. merch. They're just doing everything right. They're doing all the right moves. They got the great songs. Uh, they just got recently married too. Um, him and um, Mary Alice. Congrats! Shout out! Congrats to them. There yeah, totally. Yeah, from married dudes. Yeah, mar- married. It's good. Welcome, welcome to the married. <laughs> right, they're, they're on the road together, so they're gonna love that and everything. Nice. Oh, but yeah, Dead Twenty Sevens are coming back July fifteenth, uh, and they will just blow your face off with this awesome funk. Probably gonna end up taking some of the tables out and getting a, a good, dancey vibe up in here because nice. they were right. just so so much fun. Um, Trangoni is coming in August. They're they were already here and just blew people away from Richmond, Virginia. Um, we don't we don't mean to p- pack your mind with too much stuff. Yeah, man, I mean, there's, right. a lot, I can, there's a lot of stuff. It's gonna we, just we start flowing day. out. Yeah, we got a lot to talk. But about. But I think this is what we're kind of looking for in this totally. podcast. And, and yeah. I, I think what do you guys think some names to Google. Yeah, yeah totally. Some stuff well, I, to I love up. the fact that you guys can bring that outsider influence of of things outside of what we're doing here well that's because people listen music. to good music everybody's an outsider man right. you know, totally the, it's the tale is long man <laughs> there's right. really no and unless you listen to the top 40 there's there's so much yeah i'm, so I'm much. listening to top 40 how's well, that how's it you got out? you got kids so yeah, well. <laughs> taylor swift says hi <laughs> she says hi <laughs> I mean, hey, I listen to a lot of like um, trolls and sing movie. That's right. Uh, that's that's a lot. Which actually, dude, yeah, come on, it's good stuff. stuff it's good stuff. It's it's got its place. The, the the Disney people have figured out that they need to make everybody happy, and so they're like, dude, moms, let's, dads, let's do a whole kids. bunch of seventies covers, <laughs> <That's> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and it works. it works. I mean, I, I will admit, when I heard the the trolls cover True Colors, I was a little, I got a little You're choked up. up. Justin did a good job. I mean, dude, man. they <laughs> crushed it. They did a great job. I mean, JT and and Anna Kendrick. Are you doing that in your gig? No. Oh, come on. You can, it's it's going to be a tough, it's tough to pull off. It's a two and a half minute learn, dude. You yeah, gotta, you probably should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another you story for one? another day. What, what regrettable covers? One one. <laughs> That'd be a good. That's topic. a different. That's a different podcast. Maybe that's yeah. maybe that's a that's a regrettable covers. The is worst just a, cover that you did this <laughs> week. <laughs> I've got a few I could list. I think. Yeah, I what's your few? We're we're here now. What is it? Are we here? Let's go. So I I crash learned Footloose one time. Oh man, that's, oh that's, that's a good one. And I I uh, it's been on my request list, and I I just haven't had a chance to play it yet until somebody asked me and then I did it and then I decided right then and there it was the last <laughs> time I was ever going to play that damn song. It's just there's too much drums, there's too much going on. It's just uh, there's a bass line that goes all through that entire song. It's, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. I didn't pull it off well. It's it's been removed. You know, it's it, speaking of footless, that came into my world this week. Um Richard Marks Bear with me, dude. I'm telling on. Okay. <laughs> has a podcast. It's actually a, a good podcast. And I was listening to a lot of podcasts, and and he has one where he was interviewing people, and so yeah, he talked about Footloose. Is that right? <laughs> so and here's another here's another layer of weird. Oh, go for it. I was asked this week if we could get Richard Marks up here in the roasting room. No kidding. No kidding. Not right, from his right management. Here, not right from, here waiting. Not, <laughs> but not from his management. From from like friends of mine. 
like that apparently know his people. I'm like, seriously? I could see that happening. But what they yeah. said was he plays small rooms. Sure. Like all the time. That's yeah. his well, thing. His interview, his podcast, and I'll plug his podcast, whatever. It's, it's worth sure. checking out. Um, yeah. But his, um, because we have a lot of listeners and I don't want to lose oh, all yes, of our Oh, yes, we have so many. <laughs> <laughs> all of our we have so many and it's, it's important to get them all. But he, he, uh, he, he did a one with, um, with, with a Vertical Horizon guy. What's uh-huh. that guy's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. They, apparently the they're like real tight homies and they hang out all the time. Anyway. That was a story that went nowhere. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> oh, we, so we interviewed him, and then... And it was good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here next oh, yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you next Wednesday. All right. Well, you know, since we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go out on this, I guess, we're, we're good. Uh, I'll play a Ryan Lerman song. What do you Hit think? It. I'll plug it in. Can I have the aux cable? I the, can have the aux this cable. This is the man you mentioned earlier. Yeah, this is the guy I plugged. Sorry about that. Ryan, Ryan what's Ryan Lerman. That's Lerman. Yeah, Lerman. It's L-E-R-M-A-N. Ryan. R-Y-A-N. And this is a track featuring Larry Goldings. And, um, so you know it's going to be good. So it's going to be great. Open up and sing about your life. They say to you, you don't know me. Don't pretend you know what good I don't do. Carry on and sing your song and go about your day. You keep trying, if you keep trying, maybe things will go your way. But there's too many songs already. Good one won't do, but good one won't do. Every clever turn of phrase and humble melody has been sung, it has been written. At least once in every key So come on kids, put down your pants Step away from your guitars Don't you worry, we'll be fine Without you singing in our bars Cause there's too many songs already that song so i think he's it's, a little, it's, it's, it's at least a little bit tongue-in-cheek I mean, yeah, oh yeah. of course does that goes without saying totally a sweet little song though yeah nice too yeah, yeah. right Good thank song. you for tuning in to the roasting room podcast the official podcast <laughs> what are we going to call this thing i don't know leave your suggestion in the comments do they have comments on <laughs> no probably not soundcloud you can is that right cheers yeah hey if you're on soundcloud and you're still listening to this thing? It's after an, at least an hour long. Tell us what to call this thing. Right.
Hey, thank you for listening to our wonderful podcast here at the Roasted Room Lounge and Listening Room. I am Jordan Ross. I'm Todd Cowart. I'm Trevor Harden. Adios.